0: LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning, this is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip comes from a listener who completely changed how she spent her time after losing a dear friend. Listener Robin writes that she enjoyed the List of 100 Dreams episode that aired a few months ago. This was about creating an unedited list of anything you'd like to spend more time doing. Robin said that she'd been creating a similar list for the past three years, albeit with 50 items, and she wanted to share the story of how her list came to be. Several years ago, she writes, a friend of mine was unexpectedly diagnosed with stage four cancer. From the time she was diagnosed till we lost her was about four months. After hearing of her diagnosis, we were sitting together talking, and I asked her how she was doing. Her response at the time, and to this day, flabbergasted me. She told me she was fine. The doctors had told her that if there was anything that she hadn't done, that she really wanted to do, that she should do it immediately. She said that she had done everything and had no regrets. Robin continues, we were both in our 40s at the time, and I couldn't imagine being able to say this. I could imagine so many more things that I hadn't done, so many more adventures I hadn't gone on, so many more experiences that were yet to be had, but here was my friend telling me that she had checked off everything on her list. Robin notes that I rationalized this away to some extent. She was single and had no children. Her time was her own. I was married with three children, one each in college, high school, and middle school. Our lives were different, yet this stayed with me in a profound way. A couple of years later, I was given a notebook by another friend. On the cover, it says, have courage and be kind. A few days later, there was news coverage of an event that my deceased friend had attended every year. Even though she was gone, I still found myself searching for her distinctive winter hat in the crowd. That night, I picked up the notebook and started to write down everything that caught my attention. And I haven't stopped. Yes, I only have 50 items on my list. But as of this weekend, three years after I started, 43 of them have been done. I'm constantly adding to the original list. Sometimes I will add something on Monday knowing I plan on doing it on Saturday. But that really doesn't matter. What matters is that I am identifying much better uses for my time and creating memories, she writes. I am managing my time to create a better life. I love Robin's story and her commitment to creating an ongoing list of how she'd like to spend her time. What a great habit to have. We can revolutionize our lives by asking a version of the question her friend's doctors asked her. What would we like to do that we haven't done? The vast majority of us aren't facing a life-threatening diagnosis, thank goodness but it's easy to trudge along through life, assuming we'll do everything later. Maybe we do have all the time in the world, but maybe we don't. If our time was suddenly limited, what would we still like to cross off that list? Of course, there needs to be a balance here. Living like there's no tomorrow means a lot of people would stop saving for retirement, they'd stop flossing, they'd stop eating their vegetables. No one's immortal, but given that the odds favor a fair number of tomorrows, we're probably better off doing these things. But like Robin, it might help to ask ourselves what we'd need to do to get to a place where, like her friend, we could say we have no regrets. Make this list. And then see what's feasible to do. Maybe sooner, rather than later. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening.